staff, yeah, Pieni. And also a man who had done a lot of work within the party. He had represented them at some point in time too. But more importantly, he's a member of the National Council of Elders of the MPP, complaining about what happened in there. The same complaints have been leveled by Mr. Alan Chermantin. Uh, you can also say another candidate has also complained about this. One of the other people who also complained about the processes leading to the next election is also Boache Ejako. Exactly what's happening within the MPP. Why are there so much complain about what's supposed to be the right standards, the right systems that are supposed to be followed? In that party, there's something that Lanchimati said. Where did the party go wrong? How come such a party is degenerating to this level? That question, beyond that, he's also been talking about his future in Ghanaian politics. In that letter he sent to the people of this republic, withdrawing himself from the race, he complained bitterly about intimidation, about the entire superdelegates election being skewed in favor of one person. You've heard about this conversation pre previously. The, the, the eight of us against one person. The establishment candidate was the phenomenon that was raised. But if Mr. Lanche Martin has redrawn today, continues to do the things that some are suggesting. I've heard Post and Benefson say he's 70% sure Mr. Lanche Martin is going independent. Is it really the case? Are all the people who support Mr. Lanche Martin today for him going independent, or is just a matter of some opinion, some thoughts, which will not materialize at all. Some have brought up the history of Mr. Lanchelanti in this particular one. Others are saying that the very system that's being put in place in the MPP is preventing what the political parties access, that their conduct should be done in a democratic manner. Is it democratic? Is it promoting the development of this country? Is it inuring to the democratic dividends that we want as a people? And if internal elections are going to be done this way, how will they affect the future of the NPP? Now, people have brought old issues, like what happened in 1979. If you are old enough, like my very self, you know what happened, right? In that election, which Liman emerged winner and became the president subsequently, there was the front, the Dankobuzia front was broken. We had Pawili's team and also Victor Usu team. People have even had ethnocentric twists to those teams anyway. Will they play up any roles in this one? Because it was predominantly seen as Asante versus Achim. Because Paoli was from the Achim area, then Victor Usu was from the Asante area. And people actually thought that uh, it was really the movement of the Paolis that was supposed to make it through, but the Victor Usus made it difficult for them to continue their future. Kojo is already with me in studio. Winston is also on the phone joining us. Mr. Amwa. Uh, you are welcome very much. I mean, the, the people of this republic are interested in your thoughts. First and foremost, I mean, he is a poster of credible nature sometimes. That's Benefson. You cannot dispute the fact that he believes 70%, he is convinced, 70% sure that Mr. Chermatin will go independent. You have ears and eyes in corners that some people do not know. Do you think that this is a reality? <laughs> well, Roman, I mean, a lot of things would happen uh, <laughs> in politics. So, Alan Chermantin himself opens, you know, his uh, decision to withdraw to lots of speculations when he says in the, in the coming weeks, mm. he's going to tell us what his role will be. In, in Ghana's politics. He didn't say MPP politics, though. Because where we are now, we are looking for flag bearer. Exactly. So uh -huh. when 
come out with that, everybody would speculate and say, one, is he thinking of forming a political party? Two, is he thinking of running independent? Three, is he still thinking of remaining in the NPP? Or four, maybe, his decision to now see himself as a statesman, and so we'll just begin to comment on issues uh, irrespective of partisanship. Mm. These are all avenues that have been up. But the moment you talk about your role in Ghana's policy, and I already have seen people sharing videos of, um, you know, how superstitious we are. Oh, uh, Prophet has said this. Let me put that one aside because. Yes, yes. There's a lot of that also going around on social media, right? Exactly. It's not, it's not something I, 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 I would put up. But I think that that statement from Alan Chairman Singh is very pregnant. But as seasoned as he is, I am sure Alan Chairman Singh would appreciate that in this country called Ghana, you cannot win an election as an independent candidate. I haven't seen some before. It has not happened in this country. At best, you fall a, a major party's chances of winning. However, the evidence does not support even this conclusion. Because we have seen parties breaking away. Mm. I am not convinced that the NDC lost the 2000 election because the uh, NRP had broke away from the mm. NDC. I am not convinced. Yeah, Gustav's reform was not really a reform. Yes, I'm not convinced that was the reason. Because if we were to even the vote of the National Reform Party, it still wouldn't have given the NDC the, 50, the more than 50% vote they needed. Same in 2008, you know, I mean, uh, DFP, they broke away. But the NDC eventually won the election. So, Raymond, I'm sure would know that it is going to be very difficult for him to win an election as an independent candidate. Now, if you were to contest as an independent candidate and the NPP goes to the polls and they are unable to win, you will no longer be considered as a possible savior. Yeah. So if you are an entrepreneur, you lose all bargaining chamber your entire life exactly. in politics, yeah. Unless we become a pastor. Where the NPP <coughs> is going into the 2024 election as the underdog, based on economic conditions and mm, based on yeah. the eight year cycle. And as the reason they say breaking the eight. However, let me again state that politics follows no formula, yes. anything can happen. So let me continue. It's in his own interest to critically examine what that role would be. If he ever has dreamed again of becoming president of this country, then the next week will be very, very, very crucial. And um, Raymond, we have heard things, and that is why I'll end here for now. Now, it's, it's, it's quite interesting, right? I mean, I think for political watchers, everybody's sitting on tentacles because if, he's, if he moves out, even if he's taking 
And the, one of the things that people say about Alanche Martin is that is the Asante backing of a sort, which has been projected right from the beginning, not just because of him, because he was linked to the Kofor section, which was predominantly still an Asante backing grouping. The biggest votes in this country are from the Ashanti region. The MPP, when they put together the Ashanti vote, sometimes it clashed like four regions. Indeed, there was a time that the MPP could win election with just Ashanti and Eastern region, winning two out of 10 regions anyway. So that's equally a very strange arrangement across the country. So that may be what they are talking about. Way back then, when the, when the division between the UNC and the PFP happened, the the Victorosu group still held on to Asante. And of course, yeah. if you see the votes that spread across the country for Liman, without that Victorosu group holding on to Asante, I'm not sure uh, Liman would have won the country. So that analysis is still coming in. Would it be possible, Kojo, that the top, because I've seen very key members of his team, Colin Sousamanko, a former Manchester North MP, the OPK, David Sopoko also put up on social media the elephant symbol indicating that, well, we are going anywhere. Mm. We are still members of the NPP no matter what happens. Assuming he proceeds to count the thinking that, count on the thinking that I am strong enough and have a backing. If you are voting on Ashanti today, would you prefer an affiliation with the NPP or to Alan Chemantin? <laughs> No, I guess I'm pushing uh, to that. No, I think, it's, uh, I think that's yeah. what you've asked is really the question. It's the same question as if Alan Chamantin goes independent, does he stand a chance in hell? Yeah. That's the same question yeah. you've asked. Because he be, his, his, his confidence hmm. in his ability to become a president has been predicated on this support that he believes he has from the Asante block and from the okay. establishment. The point is this. Did he ever have? I'm sure that you have a difficulty with your microphone. I'll oh, come yeah. back to you. Right. Yes, okay. yeah. And so uh, that means I'm doing this with Winston and Kojo when he's back on. I wish him able to do that. But the question I was asking you because, see, politics is a, a game of numbers. No matter what happens, you drill down, not even to policy, to numbers. Policies don't go to the polls. It's the people, when they vote for you, that you get authority to do whatever you want to do. You certainly must count on the grouping to be able to do whatever you want to do. Even if you want to negotiate with the current leaders of the party and say, see, listen, I'm coming from this powerful position. It should be based on numbers. If me, I go to the party today and say, listen, give me a position. They ask me, what is your constituency? They're not asking mm -hmm. me where my hometown is. They're asking me, what do I control in terms of numbers? Mm. That if they let me go, that number is also not going to be fruitful. Okay, now I think your microphone is Thank fixed. you, thank you. So I was saying mm -hmm. that you really asked the central question here, okay? Uh, if, if uh, do the voters in the Asante block, would they rather stay, uh, you know, with their allegiance to the NPP, or uh, do they have an allegiance to Alan? Yeah. You see, Alan has always believed that they have an allegiance to him, not just the Asante block, but the four blocks of okay. the party. Yeah. Right. The question is, was that always not an illusion? Was Alan right to believe that they have an allegiance to him? Look at his numbers, right? Since the first... Because some of the super delegates are supposed to be... And it's not the funny part. Mm. So if I'm, let's say, current energy minister, Pio Asante, Apejafie, connection, very close to Mencia, 
The thinking would have been, loyalty would have been to, mm. but if I want to be vice president, why would I be more interested in promoting a fellow Asante mm -hmm. to be president when the likelihood that I'll be vice president will never happen? Mm. Okay, not happen anytime soon. Yeah. I hope you get my point. Mm. And he's not the only one. The education minister, the majority leader, the first deputy. So, I certainly believe that now it is our turn to be running mate. It's been established, so, which uh, will break a certain front there. So you see, that's, that's the point I was actually yeah. trying to make. That the numbers have never supported this idea that Alan has the permanent backing of that block. And the truth is, look, if Alan decides to go, and I love this I'm so glad that maybe to be politically incorrect. <laughs> if Alan decides to go independent, yeah. it would mean that he has a very huge ego when it comes to his belief that he should be president. That he believes it, that it is so strongly that he is willing to scupper the, the fortunes of the party on whose back he has risen to, that is if he has even risen, on whose back he has traveled to wherever he is today. Mm -hmm. he, if he's willing to scupper the fortunes of that party in a bid to become president. But is it not Ghana first? Which political parties are rich, rich in the Ottoman game? It's, 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 is Allah not uh -huh. first and foremost supposed to be serving Ghana? Right. So does Ghana want Allah to serve? That's that's where the political. Okay, is, I get your point. A, was, look, does uh, does Ghana want Allah? Uh, Ray, Ray to serve? Yeah. Quickly, let me hear Winston, mm. so that Allah yeah, does not go off. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, please that's join us. Yeah. The 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 point by Kojo that uh, Ashanti regime, the numbers don't support. I am sorry. There are no numbers. There are no numbers. These are interests. Okay? Okay. And Raymond, you, you, you're very right. These are persons wanting to be, uh, you know, vice president. Mm. These are persons who probably may have been promised vice president. And that is why I made the point today. I made the point yesterday on the summer issue. That if John Boydou had gone through a super delegate election, where you had the regional chairman and executive committee declaring support for him, he would have had about 70 okay. to 80 percent. But what happened? He you saw him. Yeah. You saw him. So as for that one, we've all agreed that the super delegate uh, you know, election uh, is not what you use to measure this. You've had some of the researchers indicate that that their own research, uh, it was going to be a close race than what we saw in the super delegate. Mm -hmm. But this is the other point. This is the other point. You have seen uh, David Opoku make the point that for them, they believe in Alan Sherman Day as a member of the NDP. A member of the NDP. So they will be with him so long as he's in the NDP. Okay, yeah. That sends you a certain signal. Mm. And this is the point that I want to make. As seasoned as Alan Chairman Ting is, I know that he will make the right decision. And the right decision is a decision that will not jeopardize his presidential ambition if it still happens. And that is why I say that, look, the next week will be very, very crucial. He says he's going to consult. I want to see how the consultation will go, but I say let that consultation be very broad, and the last thing on his mind should be running independent.
Okay, I, I get your point. Could you, you were trying to clarify the point yes, about yeah, the, numbers. the numbers I was referring to were not the superdelegates numbers. I don't mm -hmm. think those are representative enough. I agree with Winston on that. I was talking about his numbers the last time he put himself up okay. for delegates to choose him mm -hmm. or, or whichever alternatives were available. You remember how he fared? Yeah. Right? Uh, Akufuado had, what, 94% or something? Mm -hmm. He had 1 point something percent. Okay. That Santi block voted in that um, delegate uh, conference. Yeah. Right? Did they choose him? No, no, of course. That's what I mean. By the numbers don't support it. But it's not because you it was see? against Akufuado. But okay, so today let, let's put it. Let's so put that in perspective. Let's put that theory. Let's put that in perspective. Yes. Okay. Look, if the Asante Bloc's allegiance was to Alan and not the party, they would have chosen Alan, not Akufuado. But their allegiance was clearly to the party. Mm. So it makes my point for me that if today he wants to test their allegiance between the party and him. He will lose again. Mm. Now, if it if it makes it a national issue, if he goes independent, right, and says, "Okay, now let me let the Ghanaian public choose the swing voters," you know, plus you, how do the numbers add up to him being president? First of all, in order to look, it would it would be a democratic revolution for people to choose someone other than the two dominant parties. Let's accept that for a third force to win. Any third force, whether independent or forming a new party, it would take a, 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 a psychological revolution of the voter. But we said almost the same thing about not having a single very prominent majority in parliament. But that almost happened, right? We almost had. Oh, I, I, always, thought, I always thought that was possible. Oh, I didn't okay. think it was yeah, such okay. an impossibility. Yes, okay, right. I always thought it would happen. Mm. All right. Although, although I never thought the margin, you would know, be this close. Right. Uh huh. But this one is different. Mm. Okay. It would take a complete change of the voter's psyche to choose a third force, right? So in, in, if you're going to gamble that you will be the third force that the people will choose, you have to have something special. Does Alan have something special? Did Pitobi have anything special? Oh, oh, he absolutely did. Really? He absolutely did. Social media videos. Uh, look, but he didn't win anyway. Okay, of course. Uh -huh. I, but he, he made did. a massive showing. Yes. Unprecedented Nigerian elections. He did. Because he was able to let people re relate mm -hmm. to the difference he was portraying. Yeah. Okay, people could relate. It's like Trump. Right? We've seen a certain kind of politicians. Ah, and then this guy comes along and he's like, oh, man, I'm racist. I don't care. I'm, I, I don't care. It, it, people related. Because it was what they had always wanted but could never hope for. And suddenly it was there and available for them. So they voted for it. Okay, for him. I don't mean it. it no, you're sense. talking about those qualities they That's voted right. for. That's yeah. right. They voted for those qualities, right? Does Alan have any such thing, any such revolutionary characteristic that would swing enough votes? Because he would have to swing votes not only from the MPP, but from the That's NDC, true, from the swing all of them, in order to become new president. New voters who did not care about any of these political parties anyway. Can I keep asking this question. Can you remember a single Alan Tremantin quote? You, you have one of those memories. You remember everything. This man has been a politician for what? Uh, uh, what? How many decades? Can you remember one popular quote that when you say it, everybody will say, ah, yes, Alan said that. As what he has said. One quote, became. one thing he has said on a platform somewhere, into a microphone, or somewhere, something, anything. Just for the people, cast for the people. Oh, my brother. 
Oh, yeah, I remember it. it was in Legon. I was roaming there when they were doing the Congress. It was uh, just for the people. So, so you mean, people. Uh, when he made a, a, a very strong showing uh, in his... Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. 2007, uh -huh. yeah. So at least th uh, there was a result to that sloganing, sl slogany, <laughs> you know, comment. Yes, okay. he yeah. performed well. Yeah. Okay, since then, anything? Anything well, yeah, at all? Of course, I mean, you, you subscribe to the beneficent theory that he picked... 15 years ago. Yes. And since that time, it's a, lot been of things, a lot of what has gone that particular, under that bridge. It's been downhill. A lot of changes have happened in our political landscape. The and personality it's not to move people, to make that emotional decision, to vote differently from how they voted for decades, is not there. It's I not see. his fault. He's a perfectly mm -hmm. fine gentleman. I have a great time every time I speak to him. He speaks perfect fancy. So, so I, I, I mean, I think he's a brilliant guy. But the thing that it would take for him to move people to vote for him as an independent or the leader of a new party, I'm sorry, it's not there. Whether or not he even has a way back yeah. into the NPP as a potential, well, the savior syndrome could work. Then if the, whoever they choose fails in 2024, then people might be forced to go for the next best. Ahmed Benny wrote this. Could it also be that there was an inability to hold together the core team from 2007 to marshal ground support? Secondly, the leaders of A4P and core team, that's Alan for president, mm. and core team of Alan, what is their grip and influence among party delegates? Uh -huh. Thirdly, 90% of core Alan frontliners, and this is Benny's thoughts anyway, mm. it, it says 90% of Alan's core uh, uh, frontliners where that is granted or fell out of favor with the current leadership mm. so they simply wanted to make a point in fact they were not working for alan they used him for revenge attacks that's actually what ahmed mm. benny was also saying mm. and he believes that there's a thin line between supporting alan and being against the system in this case they didn't support alan they were against the leadership and that's why he failed to see it anyway of course i mean that is mm. the thought that the gentleman had put up there mm. i mean if you put these things together if I'm a Ghanaian and I felt that these two political parties are not delivering on their goals that I want, mm. and a lot of that sentiment is also on the streets because of economic hardship and other things that are happening, people tend to think that a system which is not delivered democratic dividends for a very long time mm. should not be supported. Would it not be revolutionary to have a, somebody who might even come from the whole stock mm. saying that I'm leading a new charter into the future. This one's not just going independent, mm. but also having a different political system. Oh, I didn't know you were there. I wanted to bring you in. <laughs> Forgive me, please. Forget about what I'm saying and please make your point quickly. <laughs> no, I actually, I'm actually going to make your point, a point based on what you're saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. And this is, see, this is the other point. So, yes, if you're looking at Alan Chairman, mm -hmm. if he leaves the NPP stock, if he leaves the NPP and decides to contest as an independent candidate. While he may not win the election, the whole idea of a third force, the whole idea of doing away with the dual and look, um, I've, I've had discussions with you know, certain people who have been pushing for uh, a new kind of leadership. They say enough of the NPP and ND. Yeah. And they are willing to embrace him, for instance. Because for them, whatever it would take, for instance, to push this election into a second round, okay. so that the political parties would make some concessions, is what they're looking forward to. 
But again, the point is that I do not see an Alan Tremonti independent candidate winning election 2024. At best, he could become a kingmaker. And cost not but the set. question is, what kingmaker do you want to become? You will not become president. You will not become vice president. So, this is where he must critically consider his option. I mean, is the vice presidential element completely closed up to him? It's not. Can he, can, can he today, I mean, these are politicians, right? Their cats are always on the table. Hmm. Can he today no, go not, and sit with close. the people and say, well, I may not be leading in this race, hmm. but why don't I just join the current team so that I can further my interest going into the future? Hmm. Would it be completely absurd? Would it be unthinkable for that to be their conversation? I've got to say, it wouldn't be a bad place for him to land. Mm. It wouldn't. Because, look, if indeed they form a ticket that can beat the opposition yeah. and break the eight, he then becomes next in line. Then every other subsequent uh, extension is possible. Right. Plus, he's now in a position where uh, he's the natural successor. He's the establishment candidate. The next time they go up, you know, uh, the, next, the, ne next, the next time they go up uh, to the delegates, he's the establishment candidate. The resources are on his side. He can win the candidacy and then <laughs> possibly break the 16 or whatever it's going to take. Yeah, I'm okay. thinking because so it's we have an eight-year cycle. But Immediately you extend beyond the eight, the thinking that you just had four years would mm. have been quite the different person. Yeah. When we're going to this election, mm. apart from John Dramani Mahama, there wouldn't have been anybody who'd been in the election That's before. right. That's so, indeed, within the petition, everybody who contests mm. and goes into the election mm. has a possibility of going for eight years. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, here's the thing now. He, if, if, indeed, that is where he wants to land, and it's not a bad place to land, he has to be very strategic about it. Yeah, right? so and Winston will tell you, 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 you it, they have to come to him. Yeah. See, they have to come to him because he has certain qualities that they are actually looking for. Mm -hmm. Apart from the ethnic background, you know, complete, uh, pure Ashanti. He, it, it would be a unifying ticket. Yeah. It would be a unifying ticket. And the MPP is in need of some unifying at the moment. Mm -hmm. right? So there are lots of logical reasons why he would be considered, but they have to come to him. But Winston, his complaints about the process, about it being skewed and all of that, isn't already pushing him away from any possible negotiation that may result in a favorable end? Well, I mean, I, I learned over the weekend some senior members in the party were still calling to say, oh, the vice president is still on the table. Oh. Mm. You know, so uh, the party will do everything possible to ensure that he doesn't move away. And, um, you know, all of these things also have uh, political capital. Yeah. So, Raymond, having said that, our time is up. We'll talk about this. No, no, hold on. Talking about time is up, uh, I think he has been magnanimous. He says uh, we can, because of popular public appeal, since we okay. serve the masses of this country, especially when I'm yeah. in the seat, then the people are here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can do a couple of minutes attached to this. Mm. The thinking I want us to now put to all of this is, see, if Alan Martin, for example, is no longer the most prominent Kofor faction leader, who would they be next? 
<laughs> yeah, because of course, well, there should be a thinking about the future of that particular section at all times. Political parties realign, but of course, they look at the future of the people and what is going to happen after him. I'm not ruling him out completely, <laughs> but assuming this process leads to a way that he might have even exited the party, who will be mm -hmm. the replacement? Well, you know, Raymond, um, I do not have the permission of anybody to put his name out. I get you. <laughs> so I can't put anybody's name out at this point in time. But I, 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 I do know, I do know those, those who are in, in line. Yeah. But I can't put their names out. Hmm. Are they, are they Asante people who are looking for vice presidential candidates somewhere else? No, no. no not at no. all. No, they, they have already lost their potential of being at all. Yeah. I see. Mm. Now, because, see, political parties are run in such a way that even when there's a form of structure already in place, mm. the future of the party is being planned one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. Younger people, and I, I mean, of course, we, we have been told about how the Kojo Pankomas, the Samia Okus are, if Abronia DC is ready to, to believe. I mean, some people are lazy force boots, but are lazy <laughs> boots to actually try and be replacements going into the future. Mm. The likes of Patrick Buama, long time rumored to be one of the people prepared to be actually built up in a way that makes a lot of sense. Mm. I've heard the, the gentleman, what's his name? Uh, the current Minister for Lands and Natural Resources. Yes, yes, yes. Refusing to be blemished in any way because he thinks there's a future that ought to be built one way or the other. Mm. Politicians have unfettered ambition. Mm. Of course, you join the politics because you have some interest somewhere Indeed. else Indeed. to protect anyway. So that's why I'm asking some of these questions. Mm. And now it will play to the roles these people will play in the current uncertainty around the party. Look, it might surprise you who will end up emerging. Winston might not have permission to mention yeah. many people's names, but mm -hmm. they have being in a queue, as Alan has proved, is no guarantee of anything. Yeah, it used so, to be a guarantee, uh -huh, but not clearly. anymore. Look, there, there are no permanent friends, only yeah. permanent interests. So we might be shocked by who steps up, if indeed Alan, you know, um, uh, you know takes a back seat or whatever. You might be shocked at who steps up, because the Kufour faction is the most politically astute. Mm. Look, the people. They couldn't put up Alan to actually whisper the news. Look, I've got to tell you something. <laughs> I think I think they were held to ransom. Okay. Right? By their own integrity. Mm. To back the person who they backed from the beginning. Mm. I think it's important that they be seen to be loyal. Okay. That's important. Okay. But at some point, if there is no longer any need for them to have hold that um, uh, allegiance. You might be shocked at the names that, you know, pop up, because they are a very pragmatic group, very, very politically astute. Mm. They play chess with this thing, so you might be shocked who they end up springing up. Yes, in, into the space. There is also the conversation. So, of course, nobody will dispute the fact that uh, Doctor Baumia is an establishment candidate, but that has been predominantly the case of the Nanado group, right? Mm. Will Dr. Bamia, if he is successful and moves on to the next level, establish a certain Dumbo tradition that becomes a major block on its own? Uh, okay, let me say Which this quickly. Which is different from the Nanadu group in any way. Let me say this uh, quickly. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, does Winston want to go first? Yes, Winston, yeah. let me hear you yeah. quickly because could you just... Mm. Yes. 
You know, I've always had issues with the MPP, Buzia Dankwa Dumbo tradition. Yeah. I have asked myself, these persons that they talk about, yeah. what are their ideologies? What are their philosophies? <laughs> uh, what are they? Yeah, what are they? Raymond, what are they? Mm. What, what are they? Facts. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, so, yes, um, ordinarily, once Dr. Bamiya comes into office, yeah. if it is successful, it is expected that he will build his own following within the party. Yeah. I mean, now he'll be riding on the shoulders of others. But once you get into office, I'm sorry, you still cannot be running on the shoulders of others. Mm. People must now begin to run on your shoulders. Absolutely. And they run on the shoulders of you running on your shoulders. Mm. So, I mean, automatically you're expecting to also build his own team. As to whether the people who brought him would allow him is another issue. This is a party that has been in opposition for a very long time. They came into power. They basically now have the same winning, almost strategy with the, not, not strategy, winning numbers like the NDC. The MPP, whenever it wins elections, I mean, since somewhere around 2000, has had higher numbers of winning percentages than the NDC. Would it be a make or break period? Mindful of the fact that this is a party that removed this general secretary and national chairman and still went ahead to win the next election. But will this current turmoil break the front of the party and disintegrate it and cause a return to a 2007 situation which really made them lose power? I don't the, think so. The, the truth is, no matter what happens, the NPP have an uphill task yeah. to win in 2024. It's going to be tough. Nobody is expecting big margins. Mm. That is if they win. Okay, nobody is expecting big margins. But the thing is this. You know, you know the question you asked, Winston, about whether or not, um, you know... Bamiya uh, established well, a traditional... Look, look let, me let me ask you this. Was Atamels like Rawlings? No. Was Akufuado like Kufo? No. Was Mahama like Atamels? No. Okay. So look, everybody comes with their own fresh, different... So whoever wins whether it's Baumia or Kennedy or Japan or whoever emerges flag bearer, if they are fortunate enough to make the numbers to win in 2024, you cannot expect a continuation of Akufuado. You can't. It's just not possible. It's not possible. It won't be the same people around them. It won't be the same personal interest oh, really? that fuels than whatever national activities they, they, they pursue. No. It's it's not, it be was different. believed that Mills would not be his own man. I mean, the first yes. one or two years of the tenure became problematic mm. because the man who was quite mm. and deemed to be not very much uh, troublesome was establishing his own territory. Exactly. Exactly. So the establishment candidate that yeah. people think will be just a simple continuation of a coup. Will, they will be History doesn't support yet. it. History does not support that. But it's not very different terrains. But of course, I mean, we should be wrapping up. There's a question. You don't want to wrap up. Wait a day. They said now we should wrap up on this conversation. We, we should be coming back next week again. I mean, at some point, I think we all should plead with uh, Mr. Chairman to make the decision quickly so that next week you can have a conversation <laughs> on, on facts and realities we have seen. Not just conjecture and all the usual lies. <laughs> so, I mean, Mr. Chairman, this is a public appeal. <laughs> Whichever way you are, help <laughs> state of play get it into that particular conversation. <laughs> I, I was asking Kojo that question. Is it make or break time for the MPP? Waste briefly on that. 
absolute. Mm. The NCP should not be seen going into election 2024 as a broken party. Yeah. So whatever I take, the NCP should be talking by now. Yeah. Politics is about numbers. Yeah. After all, the NDC in 2007, or 2006 thereabout, uh, got the National Reform Party back into it, back into its fold, mm. and we saw what happened. Even the DSP, yes, who better someone today? You have Fritz the Ding, yeah, mm. is back in the NDC. So that's always a possibility. And I will end on this note. Years ago, in 2011, uh, I think it was 2012, I met a group of men at Antimony. <laughs> they were planning the formation of the NDC. Some of those persons are in Parliament today on the ticket of the NDC. The moment Professor Mills died, they changed their mind. That's true. They were spoken to, and they showed all those ideas. It's always important to dialogue. Now, I get your point 100%. I think that's where we can draw the nice curtains on today's show. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll give you the last word, 10 seconds. You see the thing you've been doing to me on the Spam Morning Show? 10 <laughs> seconds, stick to it. Yeah. Alan has made a big decision, but it's only half of the decision. Uh, the other half will determine the rest of his political career. Uh, he can't take it lightly. As Winston says, he needs to consult as broadly as possible and make a decision that will place him in the best stead if really politics is what he wants to do for a living. This is the people's state of play. That's where we, we end today. So, so thank you, Winston. And uh, of course, you should be getting back to work quickly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Kojo, yeah, we have work to do tomorrow morning too. Absolutely. So thank you also out there for joining today's edition.